Hello, I'm Alina. Hello, I'm Janine. We're two sisters, two PhDs, relentlessly curious about too many things. This is Sister Doctor Squared. Hello, Squares. How you doing? You've made it to the end of 2021. Yes. Ah, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Delina here and Janine is with me as always. How are you, Janine? I am so frantically busy, but also, you know, it's exciting to get to the end of the year, having a little bit of time off soon. So that's going to be very exciting. Well, that is what the end of the year is all about. Yes, indeed. So look, we would like to acknowledge the Turrbal and Jagera people as the traditional owners of the land from which we are recording this episode. We are coming to you from Mianjin country. We pay our respects to elders past, present and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. People listening today. Well, welcome to episode 13. This episode is going to be a little different because it's the end of the year and we're both really tired <laughs> and decided to give ourselves a break. <laughs> we are ever so gracefully slipping into holiday mode. Yes, we are. I'll be still being crazy busy, as Janine said. So we have no actual scientific content <laughs> for you in this episode. It's just our Christmas muck-up day episode. That's right. But you knew that when you hit play, so I trust that you're in the mood for something a little lighter. Alina, should you explain muck-up day? It's an Australianism. Well, I don't know if other countries have this term, but in Australia, or at least in Queensland where we're from, muck-up day was what we called the last day of school Mm. of the year. And nothing was ever planned. No. Academically, it was just... Watching movies, yeah, basically the, the teachers are just providing babysitting services at this stage. That's right. <laughs> maybe cleaning up, maybe doing some pranks. Yeah, just a fun day of nothing in particular. And so we decided to do the equivalent That's thing right. for our final <laughs> episode of the year. That's right. Think things are going to get a little bit loose. Yeah, no work or play. <laughs> I think Alina, you also suggested we might call this episode "We're Really Tired" and who cares. Yes, well, we are tired and we don't care. So we have done next to no preparation for this episode. No, well, look, we have, we have, we have. I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have. And, I mean, really, we wanted to take this opportunity to reflect on the first year of doing this podcast and, you know, have a little bit of fun. And we have created some award categories, which we will get into shortly. So let's get into it, Alina. Let's go. All right, so... Alina, I want to ask you, what is the biggest thing you learned by way of the podcast this year? I would say going way back to, I think it's episode two, the multitasking episode. Oh, yes. Because you will recall we butted heads about this because I I fancied myself as quite an effective multitasker Mm -hmm. and always made fun of you for being the exact opposite of that. (laughs) 
And But doing the research for that episode was really interesting because this idea that we can do multiple things at once all to a high standard really is a myth. That's right. And before that, I thought I was pretty good, but I had probably fallen prey to that false belief that when you do lots of things at once, there is not necessarily any decrease in performance Mm. level for Mm. each of those things, which Mm -hmm. there is as we learned. Yeah. So that was a useful lesson for me. Yep. Which I mostly have put into practice. Yeah, so what have what has changed for you? I think just a little bit less pressure to do lots of things yeah, at once, knowing good. that, hey, I'm actually going to do each thing better if I just focus on that one thing. Yeah, yeah, this, is, this is more complicated things. I think I still definitely do a lot of multitasking when it's more trivial things. Yeah. Like, you know housework and what have you. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, where it's something important that you care about, just focus on one thing at a time, Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I, as we all know, I was already bad at it, but now I don't feel bad about that anymore after doing all this. (laughs) I'm like, yes, owning this. That was your agenda the whole time. (laughs) Not going (laughs) to lie. Well, look, for me, I I was going back through and I think it was the learning more about the nocebo effect because that was something that we did have a, you know, general idea about. But when we went and did the research, the this the actual scale of the impact of that was really, really interesting to me. Even that some studies suggesting that the majority of side effects could be due to that and that framing the way we provide that information can be really important for minimising side effects and therefore maximising the impact of treatment. Yeah, that was a really interesting one too. Yeah. And I also, way back the very first episode about COVID was really illuminating to me, especially getting into some of the science behind why, you know, apparently healthy people can get COVID and die. That was really helpful to get some of that insight, particularly the genetics, because, you know, that's one of my many interests. So, yeah, of course. Mm. No one is immune. That's right. All right. So, look, I I guess, like, as we've said, this is quite loose. So I'm just going to keep running the agenda if that's all right. (laughs) It's fine with me. (laughs) All right. The next thing I want to ask you, Alina, is just like not necessarily from the podcast, but what's the biggest thing you learned in general in 2021? Ooh. I did tell you about this question, so I hope you've done your prep. Yeah, and I found it quite hard to think about this one mm. because so much has happened. But yeah. And we're talking about things of a personal nature here, not just science things. Mm. I think to go with your gut mm. now... You know how sometimes you just have a good or bad feeling about something? Yeah. And this is not coming from any rational, analytic part of the brain. No. Well, I don't, we don't know. Where is that coming from? We need to do an episode about this. Well, it's not. It's, it's something else mm-hmm. that's not your analytic it's decision like, making. It's instinctive, isn't it? It is. It's instinct. And there's this idea that, gut instinct is unreliable and that it's inferior to more considered, careful, deliberate decision-making. But there is now a bit more out there on the science of gut instincts Mm -hmm. and that it's really a myth that gut instincts are nothing but dumb emotional Uh responses. Oh, yeah. These mean something. Yes. 
and are worth listening to and they are a part of information processing in the brain. Yeah, that's interesting that you raise that because I can, from a personal perspective, often will, if I've had those sorts of feelings, will just go, oh, I'm just being anxious or I'm overreacting. And I think you're right. I think it's better to actually go, hmm, maybe something is in that. Look, sometimes it might be a bit of that, mm. but all I'm saying is I've just learned don't write off your gut instinct. Mm. I think that's very and good. I've done a little bit of reading about this, but I want to do a bit more. So, yeah, yeah we should next totally do year. That. Okay, I'm adding it to the list. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, all right. So, well, look, I would say mine is just this idea that actions speak louder than words. And I know that's something that, you know, we all kind of know that that line and yes. think about we're it. we're taught that when we're children. Yeah, but this year I actually really, like, imbibed it and went, actually, it's really true. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think you really appreciate the full meaning of things like this until yes, this well year. into adulthood. This year, you know, I'm almost in middle age, I've gone, hey, that's really true. And it's, you know, true for yourself, how you act is more important than what you say, but also other people in your life and just every facet of your life. That's really been the big one for me. I also this year just realised how important music is. It sounds also just a bit, maybe a bit lame and... No, music is... I don't even have words. (laughs) I couldn't live without music. This year, it has been really what's got me through and it's been about finding new music, connecting to the lyrics and what it's meaning, but also really importantly rediscovering old music and hearing it, you know, through new ears where you hear the lyrics. Maybe this is something you listened to when you were 15 and now listen back to it and go, oh, wow, I actually really get what that's about now or that means something completely different to me now. So that has been huge for me this year. Yeah, when your favourite music is just timeless but it takes on new meaning depending on what's going on in your life. Yeah, and it also can just take you back to where you were and who you were when you first were into that music. It's very powerful. I think we need to look into this too. How is music connected to, I guess, it's like the emotional part of the brain and memory and all of that. It's very interesting. Basically, it was just like having free therapy. So I would really highly recommend that to anyone. Oh, yeah. Music is my mindfulness. Yeah, that's right. But it's kind of deeper than that. It's almost a meditation as well because you're thinking about the structure of it, the meaning behind the lyrics. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, look, we always need to have an Inner Square segment in our podcast, so I think it's that time. Are we going to have Inner Square music? Do-do-do-do-do. Again, this is a little bit different to normal, but what, what we wanted to do is just just reflect back over the many random things we've learned through being massive squares this year. And now, look, this was really kind of a novelty component of the podcast, but it's become <laughs> really quite pivotal. And I've learned so much from this segment from you, Alina. Let me remind you, I've learned that you didn't know that Amazon River dolphins were a thing, nor that they were pink. <laughs> I didn't know they were a thing. I certainly I didn't know they were pink. I learned that knives made from frozen human feces will not cut. This is important knowledge for all. And I learned that you can use pool noodles to help with social distancing. Yep, and it looks great. So, Alina, I want to know what was your biggest inner square moment of 2021? 
Okay, well, before that, I'll just throw in that I also love the reference to humans being cosmic dandruff in the grand scheme of the universe. (laughs) Thank you to Tim Winton for that one. Yep, brilliant (laughs) stuff. Uh, Mine would be, again, this is going back to the early episodes, this myth about resting your meat. Oh, yeah. Or apparent myth. I don't know. I'm still in turmoil about it. (laughs) Are you resting your meat now or not? Well, this is the thing. I just don't know. <laughs> Whenever we barbecue, I find myself thinking about Meathead Goldwyn. <laughs> yes. We do a bit of resting, but I, I'm just sort of wondering, is this necessary? Mm. I don't know. Look, I've stopped doing it. After, wow. After you enlightened me that it maybe is inconsequential in terms of its impact. I don't want to do it because I quite like mm. having the meat hot. Mm-hmm. But that was just a revelation. That was one of those things that I, yeah. I had accepted as... I know. It was the conventional wisdom that you rest meat, but meat That's head right. Goldwyn says don't do it. No. Well, there you mm. go. Yep, see, we learned a lot from this segment. I think when I went back over, the thing that just blew my mind the most was when I accidentally realised how those magical eraser pens worked by putting my hot plate of food on top of my list and my list disappearing before my eyes. That was Nobel Prize winning stuff, Janine. Probably more ignoble award, <laughs> yeah. if anything. <laughs> but I also did remember it was quite a moment for me when I was discussing existential art and you likened it to the sausages or legs conundrum. That was quite funny. <laughs> Because I didn't even know about that conundrum. <laughs> I think it's and also I could called see the your point after I went and did some more research. It really did look like that. It was <laughs> I think they also call it the hot dogs and legs, perhaps is mm-hmm. the more common term. But it really did look like that. <laughs> In you should try yes, that next time you go to the beach. Okay. Send me a picture of your legs. <laughs> okay. And you'll see how much they look like sausages. <laughs> All right. All right, so the next section, I was wondering what the funniest moment was for you in 2021 because mine is definitely when we planned a little Sister Dr Squared staff party one to two months ago to celebrate getting to one year and I was organising with Alina, what can I bring? Because it was at Alina's place. And I, people might not know, I don't drink alcohol, I don't like alcohol, but, you know, I do like to have something nice. So I was thinking, oh, I might bring some cranberry juice over and some limes. That would be nice. Just mm. to, and then we can mix it with some sparkling water. And uh, cranberry <laughs> lime soda. So I texted Alina. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <so> funny. <laughs> I texted Alina <laughs> on my way. <laughs> I'll pick up some lines and I misspelled it. <laughs> L-I-N-E-S. Yes, N for November. And Alina writes back, it's not that kind of party, sis. And I'm like, (laughs) what is she talking about? I don't want you doing lines at my place. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just so funny because I am, like, honestly the last person in the world. I don't even drink alcohol as if I'm going to be doing lines at the staff party. And I was just, like, crying in the fetal position. And my boy was coming out going, Mum, what's wrong? Thinking I was upset and I was like, I couldn't even get the words out to explain why I was laughing so hard. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was funny. 
I don't. So Adrian, our sound guy, yes, the amazing Adrian Diary, who does the mastering for our episodes and who created the amazing intro and outro music. He was also in attendance. He was. And I don't know if we've, we relayed to him that. I don't think we did. He had an intention to bring some lines <laughs> to the party. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much back and forth texting over it too. It, it just got funnier and funnier. But anyway, that was, that was the funniest thing that happened to me all year. I have not laughed as hard as I laughed over that. Of anything else. Meanwhile, did you like my NATO phonetic alphabet that I threw in there in for November? I did. You really yep. did learn it and you have retained it. I still it. know it. It's very good. That's another throwback to an inner square <laughs> from this year. So, Alina, what was your funniest moment of 2021? I'm going to go with when I had dinner out with my three girl pal besties mm-hmm. and after dinner we headed to a dart bar. Oh, Okay. Heaps of fun. I thought, yeah. brilliant, this will be great. I can give darts a go. <laughs> and I was so hilariously bad at it. Oh, really? And I'm someone who's, as you know, I'm generally good at sports. Oh, look, I don't think people out there do know this. Alina is phenomenal. Alina represented Australia in oh, indoor soccer <laughs> when we, we, were you like four, 15, 16? Oh, high school sometime. Yeah, she went travelling in across the world representing Australia. Alina is I one did. of those annoying people that you go, hey, we're going to do, <laughs> you know, for example, we went off on a camp a while back and we're doing um, archery for the first time. Alina's one of those annoying people that just picks it up really fast. No matter what it is, she's just really good at everything. Anyway, continue with your story. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, thanks for throwing that in there. <laughs> but as you just said, when it comes to aiming things, I'm definitely good at this. You Do you were remember very good at how good I was at the slingshot at Tourette's camp? Yes, you're good at everything. Except yeah. darts now. This it's is good. Well, I like apparently this. Apparently except darts. Okay. So with darts, you're not even standing that far back from the ball. No. And I would say that most of my throws missed the board. Oh, wow. And a great many somehow bounced off and (laughs) flew off in another direction. I think one landed in our cheese platter. (laughs) It was hysterical. And I remember just belly laughing so much with my friends and Mm -hmm. my friend Amy. Hi, Amy. Mm. She... (laughs) Also represented Australia in football. Incidentally, yes. Amy just said to me, she just looked me deadpan in the face and just said, "You are extremely bad at this." <laughs> and she was right. She was right. Oh, that was Amy. that kind Love of work, laughter Amy. where your face cheeks get really sore and you yeah. get a headache yeah. after laughing so much. Yeah. And in case you're wondering. It wasn't alcohol. I had had some wine with dinner, but alcohol was not to blame for this performance, I assure you. Well, this is something good. I will never understand what was happening that night. Maybe this is something I could actually defeat you in. That's great. The only thing I've ever beat Alina in is, like, word board games. Oh, yeah. I, I will take you yeah. down in not Scrabble, Boggle, Banana Grams. All right. Well, we're going to go to the dart bar. Amy, Nina and Steph. Okay. Come back. All right, I'll come. We're going to do it again. Good. <laughs> You're not allowed oh, to train in the meantime though. either. Seriously good fun though. Oh, very good. All right. So, look, now we've come to the Sister Doctor Square 2021 awards ceremony. Now, Lena, I asked you I asked you to have some sort of appropriate fanfare music ready. Have you, have you got that? 
think. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, that's funny. I think that's pretty appropriate actually because, you know, it's not like this is the Oscars. <laughs> it's also about what we can afford. <laughs> that's right. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, so we have prepared for this. Yeah, so we have. I would like to introduce the first award. Okay, may I do yeah, that? Yeah, go ahead. This is the Letdown Award. Yes. This is a <laughs> very prestigious <laughs> award for... Major disappointment. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think, Janine, you actually had another word for this award, didn't you? I did. We revised it. I wanted to call it the Ass Hat Award. <laughs> but anyway, well... It's that too. Okay. <laughs> so, Janine, please tell us your nomination, the first runner-up. Yes. I, I would like to nominate uh, just a, a variety of people who have trolled me on Facebook when I've tried to educate people around COVID and COVID vaccination and I've really tried really hard to conduct myself professionally and not be personal in any way, and that is not how these people have conducted themselves. You know, basically being attacked, that I have a PhD, that I'm being... Shame on you. That I'm being paid by Pfizer and various places <laughs> to say what I'm saying, that I'm... Yeah. If we were being paid by Pfizer, we might have better sound effects for this segment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, they got really nasty. It was actually, yeah, I've never experienced anything like that. So, I mean, I'm just coming from a place of wanting people to be safe. That's that's all I want. And when I'm seeing complete, I would say, disinformation being spread, like, for, for example, sure. one of the things that I read was that if you have the Pfizer or Moderna mRNA vaccine, it will change the genome of your baby if you are pregnant. Now, look, this is just biologically completely implausible and it's not true, but that gets out there to people who don't know, who don't, don't have the privilege of the training that I've had in this space and may decide not to get it. That makes me very anxious, to be honest. So, I, you know, I see this and I, I have trouble not saying anything and I do try and conduct myself professionally and provide accurate information and sources for that information. And, yeah, they, they were just really nasty. So you've let, you've let yourselves down, you've let your community down and you let me down. <laughs> you've let everyone down. So congratulations on that mm -hmm. nomination, Facebook Trolls. Now, yep. the second runner-up is, as you know, we did a kitchen renovation oh, yes. this year. I know where this is going. <laughs> and we just had the worst experience mm -hmm. with the company that we worked with mm -hmm. to supply the stock okay. for our kitchen. Yes. Now, I'm not going to say who it was. Okay. It's just a furniture store, like a Swedish kind of furniture <laughs> store that does kitchens and other home things. Like, I'm not saying who it, it is. It may have a huge warehouse and it may be all over the world, but we won't say who, where it is. Yeah, I'm not, no, look, okay. just, we don't need to say who it is, but okay. just... A random Swedish furniture store <laughs> that on the day that our entire kitchen was supposed to be delivered, and this is planned months and months in advance and you have mm. multiple meetings and appointments mm. with them. Mm -hmm. On the day it was all meant to come, just didn't show up. Yep. <laughs> Whoops. A little bit stressful. Whoops. <laughs> oh, no, that's not coming today. That's not coming for another month. <laughs> so and it was, you know, I think it was it was not just the fact that there was a massive stuff up. It was the response to the stuff. Oh up. yeah, there's there's been no follow up about no. why that happened. <laughs> and 
I'm not one to usually I don't complain about these no. sorts of things. I'm not yeah. I don't have the energy. I don't have yeah. time or energy to make complaints about yeah. stuff, but I did for this and I yeah. still have no response. Oh, so what? Oh, seriously. That's so, it. You're getting nominated for a letdown award <laughs> on my podcast because that's all I that's all I can do at this point. <laughs> but anyway, right. enough about that. So congratulations, Facebook trolls and unnamed Swedish furniture store. <laughs> but let us move to the winner. Yes. It was an, an easy unanimous. decision in the this end. Was it unanimous was an easy decision. decision in the end. <laughs> the winner goes to the Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison. Yep. For so many reasons. Oh, so many reasons. But We didn't even have time to talk about all the we reasons. We don't have time. We don't have time. But largely <laughs> for his very ambitious and admirable <laughs> committing to net zero carbon emissions by 2050. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Thank you very much. Yeah. Look, at COP26, I saw various analyses where Australia was ranked last in terms of its commitment to addressing climate change, which just made me just massively angry and depressed. So yeah, we apologise to the rest of the world on yep. behalf of all Australians. Yep. We are very embarrassed. We are. I am, I am honestly. So well done, Prime Minister Scott Morrison, for letting yourself down, letting the country down, letting the world down. Another free sound effect you found? That's my Scott Morrison let down sound effect. Okay, cool. Just a big ugly horn. All right. <laughs> so let's move on to more exciting award nominees. Yeah. So let's I'll take like it back up a notch. We would like to nominate various people for the Sister Doctor Squared Honours Roll for 2021. Yay! Yay! I would like to nominate firstly. Dr Jeanette Young, our former Chief Health Officer for Queensland Auntie in Australia. Jeanette. She was phenomenal at helping us through the COVID pandemic and I was so upset to hear that she has moved on to her new role as Governor of Queensland. How dare she let oh, us well down. Well done to her. She deserves it. Everything she did was based on science and evidence and common sense and genuine care for the community. And she was also just... An excellent communicator. Yes. The way she explained Fully transparent. why she was making yep. decisions, yep. the way she explained what was happening. Yep. It was a masterclass. Awesome. Listening to other chief health officers from other regions mm. just made me really happy. Yeah, <laughs> same. Totally. Yeah, some have been great. Others, yeah. I would also... Would you like to nominate next? Who have you got? I would like to nominate... Björk. Now, in case oh, we yeah. haven't mentioned it before, I think we have, or in our social media or anything, we really like Björk. Oh, oh yeah. I think she will be named every single year in our honours roll. Let's just be she's honest. It's just a standing honours roll. She's <laughs> she just, just always going over. to be named because <laughs> she's yeah. just awesome. She's she will awesome. Write songs about. She has a song called Virus. She writes songs about gemstones forming under the earth. Well, that whole album is about nature. It's so good and about the natural world. That's, That's the biophilia one. Yes. It's so good. All of but Where all of she her collaborated albums. with David Attenborough on that I hello. Know. I know. She is everything she does is fully unique. We just love her. We, we want to meet her. We do. But if we do meet her, then we can just die and this podcast will end. Like, well then my life would be complete. <laughs> so I maybe I don't want to meet her. <laughs> 
Yep. All right. Okay, well, I would also like to nominate Lily Cerner, which we talked about recently. She is oh, the yeah. maths whiz on letters and numbers in Australia for just being so awesome and I just love her. Yep, enough said. Yeah. Yep. I would also like to nominate Professor Peter Doherty. Oh, yeah. Who is a highly distinguished Australian immunologist yes. and Nobel Prize winner. Mm-hmm who is super active on Twitter mm-hmm. about lots of things, but at the moment lots of things about COVID. Yeah. And he's, I think, semi-retired and spends a lot of his time on Twitter trying to communicate to the public the evidence around COVID and vaccinations and answers a lot of people's questions. And yeah, he's very engaged. I just really appreciate that. Also, he's the Dan Murphy opening hours guy. <laughs> What? For those who otherwise haven't heard of him. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Last year he accidentally, instead of Googling it, he made a tweet that said Dan Murphy opening hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You must have missed this. Dan Murphy is an alcohol retailer in Australia. Dan Murphy's is, yeah, a large alcohol (laughs) retailer in Australia. And but it was just so funny because this just blew up Twitter. <laughs> I missed that. This was in the midst of Australia's <laughs> That's so funny. You know, huge lockdown. And so people who drink could really relate to that. And after he did that, his Twitter follow he was already had a lot of followers, but yeah. his Twitter following just exploded. <laughs> he has so many now. So what did they like? Oh, because he's providing of us public service <laughs> announcements on when and where we can get alcohol. <laughs> it was brilliant. So, I missed that. That's yes, funny. He's amazing and thank you for that. And finally, mm-hmm. of course, we are nominating Adrian Diary. Yes. Who, as I mentioned before, Adrian is a composer and sound designer and who made our intro and outro music and he does all the sound mastering for our recent episodes. Yes. And he also plays guitar in the five-piece band Hazards of Swimming Naked who are rad and yes. just a very deserving member of the honours role for 2021. He really elevates this podcast, I think. <laughs> he, You know, he's he behind does. the scenes, but he's doing a lot. Also has a PhD. Did I mention that? Well, look, you have to have a PhD to be in the, oh, in no, the inner don't. circle of Sister Doctor Squared. No, I'm being silly. No, you don't. So thank you to all of those people. We're very excited to nominate you all in the Sister Doctor Squared honours role. And... In a similar vein, we would like to also acknowledge our 2021 squares of the year. Now, Woo! these are faithful listeners with high levels of engagement that are often getting in touch with us and sometimes even sharing their own inner square moments. We love all of the connection with you. Keep it up. All right, so our squares of the year are Duan from Brisbane, Jess from France, Nat from Perth, Mandy from Perth, Mika from Brisbane, Christian from Sydney, Rachel from Perth, Sruti and Deepak from Brisbane. Yes, the gals from the Planet Policy Pals podcast over in the States. Oh yes, hello. And of course, Mel from Brisbane, my partner who yes. is also we like to call her our creative director. We do. Who kind of any major decision that you and I argue about, Basically, we defer yeah. to Mel. We were like, okay, we can't make a decision. We're arguing about this. Let's just ask Mel. And she's always right. She's very good. Yeah. She's been listening to podcasts since before podcasts were cool. She has, yes. So thank you to everyone. Um, there's many more squares out there that we haven't mentioned, but, you know, 
get in touch with us, stay engaged, and you might get listed next year. So <laughs> thanks for getting you square on with us. We love having all of you along. So we're sort of getting close to the end of this random uh, loose episode. Alina, I wanted to ask what your plans are over the festive season. Well, as I said, I'm quite tired. Mm. It's been a really big year, so I would like to sleep. Okay, that sounds nice. (laughs) I would like to spend time with my family Mm -hmm. and I really want to clean out my cupboard. Okay. And organise the garage, so some super exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. Going away for Christmas, going interstate for the first time in I don't even know. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. That sounds good. Yes, going away to see family. Yes. And what about you? Well, as you know, I've just moved house, so I'm quite excited to have some time to really settle in and make the place my own. And I'm also planning to learn how to barbecue. I'm super excited about that. And I believe oh, yeah. Mel is going to provide expert tuition in this space. She's quite the barbecuer, so yeah, there'll be some... She is a proponent of resting meat, though, so you might butt heads on that. Okay. <laughs> I'm also going to learn macrame. Do you know what that is? No. It, it's I've heard like, of it. It's kind of like weaving and you you make these large woven structures that you can hang from your wall. I've sort of done a little bit before, but you've got to make your own loom and then get started, so I'm going to be doing that. And I also decided last night watching more Curb Your Enthusiasm that I'm just going to watch the whole thing again from season one all the way up to season 11 and just binge all of it because it is so funny. That's what I'm planning to do. The other thing that we wanted to share with everyone is that we have been busily making a Sister Doctor Squared music playlist on Spotify that we will be opening up for everyone to listen along to. We we started making this for that staff party, you know, the one where I was going to bring along the lines. Mm. Now, look, the criteria for the playlist was that the songs had to be linked in some way to the podcast or to a theme of an episode or to us personally. And we both have to like the song. Or just to a random thing that was said on the podcast. That's right. So I think there's a song on there about juicy meat. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Uh, Look, some of the links are pretty obvious. Like, for example, we've got the song Janine by David Bowie, which I actually was named after, so that's a pretty clear link. And But then, you know, it starts to get pretty tangential where I just started going, oh, I really like this song. How can I find a way to get it in? Yes, and I tried to veto a lot of that. (laughs) Yes. And I think, again, we need to do a shout-out. We've put some of the songs from Adrian's band, Hazards of Swimming Naked. We've chucked a few in there. They are so awesome, so everyone should get into them. And, I I mean, we need to disclose that in parts every second or third song may be by Björk, but we make no apology for that. We'll just preempt that. Um, look, it's over 10 hours, so get into it. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, and it's mostly fun. It is. It's mostly upbeat. There's um, Alina's great edition of Hip To Be Square by Huey Lewis. That's that's one of my favourites. Hip Square. Yep, of course. Now, it's called the Inner Square Playlist, so search for that on Spotify to listen. Okay, so that wraps it up for episode 13, Muck Up Day episode. Yeah. We have got a lot of items left in the podcast bank topic list. 
Janine, what's the tally? Yeah, I'll provide some of an update there. So, look, when we launched, we had over 300, well, just over 300 topics in the topic bank. Currently, we're at 446. So, we are, we are adding to them faster than we are getting through them. Which, well, that's terrifying. You know, it's fine. We're not going anywhere. There's plenty more to share and learn about. Yeah, but and like we, we said at the start, we'll probably be dead before we get we through will. those. Look, we will. We will be dead. But, you know, it's just that sense of purpose. It's, it's what keeps us going, right? We just keep <laughs> We go as long as we can go. Some of the topics that we've already planned out for 2022 include getting into some of Alina's research, which we haven't yes, done we yet. Yes, we haven't so done that yet. It's going to be really good. And I've just added the science behind trusting your instincts. I literally just added that when we were chatting before. Yes, not sure what we'll find, but we'll look into it. I want to learn more. And people have reached out to our question of whether they want to hear more about Lynch syndrome and we have had people wanting to hear about that, so we'll get into that. And fire-setting behaviour, an interesting topic that's been suggested. We'll get into that. And also we want to do one on Tourette syndrome. Yeah, so my my little boy has Tourette syndrome, so we, we really want to get into that because I've got, obviously, we've got a really strong personal connection, but there's so much people can learn about that. So, so much. And I also wanted to raise that the authors of the paper that I covered in the last episode around needle fear, so Amy Baxter, they were really excited to hear us covering their research. And we've been having a look at some of the really exciting recent developments in their research. So we we might bring some of that in as well. Sounds good. And another announcement we have is that next year we would like to start some crowdfunding. So if you enjoy listening to the podcast and want to throw us a couple of dollars to help us make the podcast, please do. We'll have more details about that next year. But rest assured that everything will remain free and open to everyone. It's just giving us a channel so that we can make sure the podcast is really sustainable and we can keep doing what we love doing. Yeah, so maybe we can get better sound effects. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and a studio. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so thanks for joining us. Please feel free to follow along with us on socials, on Twitter, Facebook and on the gram. And season's greetings from us to you. Thank you so much for joining us across the first year. Have a fabulous holiday season and best wishes for the new year. We'll see you then. Can't wait. Bye, everyone. Bye for now. Bye.